Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, the community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ellen was happily serving her physical therapy patients for more than 30 years when she heard requests for more Ellenisms as her patients desired to explore the mind-body-soul connection. She began witnessing what initially appeared as miracles in many of her patients with long-term chronic illness and so-called irreversible diseases. In 2011, the spouse of one of her physical therapy patients struggling with anxiety and depression became her first long-term coaching client. Ellen recalls the profound feeling when she first heard a Three Principles teacher share in 2013. She has been blessed to learn from many first-generation teachers as she values the learning that she experienced in every conversation with her teachers, her colleagues, her mentees, and her clients. After struggling with blind spots in her own relationship with three autoimmune conditions, she found greater health and peace through the principles understanding. Ellen loves exploring the role of mind, consciousness, and thought with physical health and guiding people home to a source of peace, love, joy, and health. Ladies and gentlemen, Ellen Friedman. Hey, Ellen, how are you doing? It's so great to be with you, Rob. <laughs> I'm excited for so many different reasons. Um, I've, I've read your bio, which is a lovely bio. And you you know how the show go, as as you were mentioning, you are a fan. So I'll let you speak to that part. But then if is there anything else you would use to identify yourself? We'll we'll just start there. Yeah. Well, in terms of in terms of this podcast, listening to you interview everyone on the podcast has really like deepened my connection with our community. That's what it's done for me. Mm. The people that I know and stories that I haven't heard or the people that I don't know. So that's been really fun. Mm. And um, so thank you for whatever, in, whatever prompted you and whatever continues to guide you to offer this. Is there anything else you would think uh, you, you would say that would identify you, that would kind of give the listeners a peek behind the curtain of Alan, so to speak? I am fully human. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And... And this understanding has deeply connected me with the love of the whole of me, the human part, the spiritual part, the oneness, all of it. That's what this understanding has done for me. Mm, I love that. So then take me there. 2013, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. um, you, you heard a 3P. Uh, a practitioner or a teacher speak and it absolutely touched you. Yes, I can connect with the feeling right now and I can take myself back with that gift of thought to that moment when I saw George Pransky talking about stress. It was so true. And then my personal mind went, oh, but we're in this now and we're doing this now and this is working. And and so it kind of hung out in the back burner. And what, 11 years later, I still have that 
I can still touch in with that moment. Um, so for me, it was a slower journey into the understanding. <laughs> and then, and then when I jumped full in, in, in 2016, I think I did almost everything that, that was possible to do, especially every free event that was, that was available was, it was easy to do, to think that only five years ago, I could participate and listen and be live and, and everything was wild. And I did a lot of in-person workshops, seminars, programs, you know, I have so many wonderful teachers and sharers that I've explored with. Yeah, I, I can see it on your face. Today. I hope they can hear it in their voice because <laughs> uh, it definitely is, is radiating off you. So you you pick up this understanding at this point, you'd already been a coach though. Yes, I'd already at, been at, as well as a physical therapist and you're, you're seeing clients who are often in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just speak to me around what freedom it gave to you when seeing clients, knowing you had the, the universal answer, so to speak. Hmm. That's an interesting question because I have to, I have to share that I had such a blind spot around physical illness and pain. So I don't know that I was really, I wasn't able to, to point people in that direction or even look in that direction. I was in the middle of my own uh, physical health conditions, three autoimmune conditions, and I had physical evidence of how real they were. I could put, I could put a pulse oximeter on my finger and prove that my oxygen saturation rate was low. I could take my blood pressure and show that it was responding erratically to activity and you know that confirmed labels and diagnoses. And so I didn't understand how the understanding could be helpful because I was just full steam ahead, focused on what's the cause, what's the solution, and looking in every direction possible inside and outside of conventional medicine. Mm. And as I say that, it was like, you know, I couldn't have looked in every direction because that's an endless, that's <laughs> endless. But I did look in a lot of directions and, and I ended up working in an integrative cancer clinic where I was a lifestyles coach with 300 people using alternative means to heal cancer. And then there, in another clinic, there was a lot of people with um, a diagnosis of Lyme disease. So at that time, I didn't have the depth of, or nearly the depth of understanding that I have now. And what I see now is that just like everything else, this understanding has the ability, the possibility to shift our experience with our health. No, I love that. (laughs) Not to to shift our health. Like, you know, I think about the the psychologists and psychiatrists who use this understanding and, you know, who share this understanding, they would never say, oh, you'll never have depression again. And you'll never have anxiety again. Right. Uh, No, not at all. That would never come out of their mouth. And so the idea that people wouldn't have pain or that they would have resolution of symptoms or disease make it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
And in fact, if it was true, then Sid wouldn't have died of cancer. Yeah. For me, that really took the pressure off. It shifted the focus from resolving symptoms, resolving labels and diagnoses to, to my experience and embracing all of it. Right, Rob? Isn't that, oh, yeah. isn't that what we, what's That's, so wonderful? I, I love it because I was very, very dialed in on physical fitness when I retired from the military. For a period of time, I thought extreme physical fitness is what saved my life. It was the miles I could run at the pace I could run, the amount of push-ups I could do, the amount of weight I could lift as I looked at the problems of threats out as a, as a military member. When the shift happened and I start seeing that health was healing um, and there was just things about the body I did not know. Even heard a story of a previous episode when Sarah talks about her tinnitus. Most people will say that's a problem, but she was able to see that was her early detection from her problem. And it was like, whoa. Yeah, I had fun listening to Sarah's um, tell that story. But I, I want to go back to something that you said, because on some level, Rob, I think it was your thinking about your level of fitness that saved your life. Go with me. Talk, talk more about that. You said it wasn't, it wasn't your level of fitness that saved your life, but you thought it was at the time. But that thought is so powerful. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. The belief in what I, whether it was true or not, the belief in it was the power. It worked. It worked. Got it. Okay. The belief, yeah. the belief yeah. of the thought. You know, you could, someone could simultaneously have the same belief that well, if that was true, then how come all these other people died? True statement. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> so, right. <laughs> but your, your view at the time was, this is what's saving my life. You're uh, thinking about that. Yeah, moving is important. Moving my body is important. Eating balanced is important. Getting good sleep, laughing a lot. But man, there's something more to this than, than going to the weight room every day, for me at least. So yeah. I, I love that. So now you have it though. So we didn't necessarily. Well, I have, have, it. I have more than I have, have more. I don't that's, know what I got. <laughs> that's true. I, I bottled it up for you. Yeah. More of an understanding now, but what does it look like now? And and what I want to know specifically what it looks like, because I, I love in your bio, you say the term so-called irreversible diseases. And so obviously that that jumped out to, OK, we got to go to so-called with my air quotations. And I want to know what you see there as, as well. So, yeah. What does it look like now with those? It's interesting that that jumped out you because I don't know that I've ever those three words ever came out of my mouth or ever came on paper before I wrote that bio. Really? Yeah. I've never I've never referred to so-called irreversible diseases. Yeah. So what do you, what part of that are you curious about? All I mean, we all, we've all, we all, we've all heard people have spontaneous healings. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People heal stage four cancer. Yeah. People who have a perfectly healthy life from every, you know, from every aspect die of cancer. It just confirms to me that 
there's only so much that's on us. Mm-hmm. There's only so much that's on us. And, and the rest is on mind or God or whatever term we're going to use to refer. But let's just use mind since we're in this conversation about the principles. Give me an example of what you once considered was an irreversible disease that you don't see it as the same now. Maybe that's I don't a... see anything as irreversible. Ah, okay. I, I don't is. see that's anything. I don't think see any any disease label diagnosis as irreversible. What stands out most for me around that is that in the in the face of stage four cancer, there's still trillions of healthy cells. Hmm. In the state, in the face of you know chronic pain associated with multiple sclerosis, that people stop taking their medication because they don't like the side effects of their medication and they just deal with the symptoms. It it blew my mind that just adjusting, helping people be aware of the nervous system, completely took away those symptoms. Yeah. All the time, no. When they tried it, no. But on on the whole, it was just that was that was like a, my first as a physical therapist. That was my first like kind of wake up. Like, what do you mean that pain that you've had for years and years and years that's never relieved by anything is gone? Like, how can that be? You have a diagnosis that doesn't that doesn't say that that can go. And and then it was like, oh because we were just playing around with downregulating your nervous system to try and get your arms and legs to move a little bit easier. But in that downregulation, the pain reduced too. Like that, that was just amazing to me. It, it, it sounds pretty common sense now, now, but it was just amazing to me. Hmm. Am I making, is that clear? Oh, no, oh yeah, you're making a, a, a whole bunch of sense. On, on a bunch of different levels of one, just what pain does to our thinking and our mind when we have it. And my, my grandmother just recently had a hip replacement. And prior to her having that hip replacement, my mom was thinking, oh, I should move her in. Like, this is it. We're getting it because of the way she's responding to life. She's not, you know, motivated, doesn't really want to have much conversation, things like that. So I was like, ah, some just it didn't sit well with me, obviously, because I, I don't know if you know, my grandmother pretty much raised me. So mm-hmm. it was very, very much a OK, I need to get involved type feeling. So I said, OK, well, FaceTime me for the doctor's appointment. Let me talk to the doctor. And so we're talking to the doctor and he keeps mentioning, well, you know, the elderly and this is how. And I was like, I'm just not buying that one this time, doc. Like that may be true, but but this situation, I, I really would like if we could look at it freshly, like just take her age out of it, what would you tell? And he was like, huh, he had her, he had her walk on a walker. She walked down the room and came back and I could see something spinning on his, he says, when did that limp start? He immediately wanted to do an MRI, come to find out the fall dislocated her hip and it was causing such an extreme amount of pain that it, it, we needed to do, they had to do the hip replacement. Fast forward, Four weeks after the hip replacement, she's done a physical therapy. My mom says, your grandmother wants to talk to you. So I I get on and she has to get ready for video chats. Like it's a, it's a thing. It's a, you know, got to get ready for it or whatever. She says, I've been waiting on you to call me. And I said, okay, mama, what's up? She says, I'm back. I'm back. She says, I'm going home. 
I'm going to stay at my own house. And But when she said I'm back, it was like, wow. And I just know. Back home. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's where I was going with this. Back home, which you also mentioned in your mm-hmm. bio, and you put the, the quotation marks around home, that space, that feeling, no matter what the external circumstances are. Kind of just talk to me a minute on, on you, because I know you know the place. I know yeah. you know the place very well. Talk to me Sometimes. about that, that, that home feeling and, and what it feels like when you're there. I want to rewind a little bit. Pain alone puts us, upregulates the nervous system. Pain alone puts us into more fight or flight or freeze response. And the body heals and the body rests and the body responds in parasympathetic rest, relax, digest mode. So I don't think people realize that, that just pain does that. So sorry that I keep on going back, but no, no, I absolutely love I, that I teaching feel point. like it was an important point to realize that pain, you know, pain amplifies that, that, um, the nervous system response. Just no, I love that. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, home. Well, when it comes to health, Rob, if there was one answer that worked for most people around around many, many chronic illnesses and chronic diseases, then we wouldn't have the illness crisis that we have. Guiding people home to their inner knowing of what their individual path is, is so important for the individual, for their family, for their support system, and for their healing journey. I was speaking to someone yesterday who's on hospice, and she was, had been debating about going off of hospice so she could be admitted to the hospital and have a workup of what's going on with her, with her body right now. And in the past, she hasn't gotten any answers down that path, and she down that path, and she was really kind of being hard on herself about not wanting to go down that path. And because of this understanding, she really was able to come to what her inner guidance, what her home base was guiding her to do. And what I said to her was, she just illuminates emotional, mental, spiritual healing, and knowing that physical healing is up to mind. Mm. And to me, like, there's just nothing more beautiful than that. Now, does she know that 24-7? Do I know that 24-7? No, but way more the time than I used to. So what do you see? What do you see was possible? Um, for families or for people dealing with diseases? I just have like so much emotion when you say that because it's it, like there's infinite possibilities about the peace and joy that can be present no matter what, right? We know that about external s- circumstances. Mm-hmm. And some of us have been fortunate enough to play around in, the, in it with physical health, but to know that there is no label, there is no diagnosis, there is no level of symptoms 
that's responsible for your experience and and that joy is and love and peace is is possible in the midst of all of it yeah. and can I take us in another direction? Because it keeps, I keep on hearing this. You can take us. This is your episode. This thing goes wherever you steer it. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, reflecting back on my own life in terms of how I somehow attempted, sometimes more successfully than, other, than others times, to manipulate my experience to avoid any level of pain or discomfort mm. any level i just had a physical workup with someone and they, they were like you've never had any broken bones and it was like oh yeah i didn't do a lot of risk i did i won't even call them risk i didn't do a lot of average activities and avoid in it to in an attempt to avoid any harm or discomfort to my body because i was so fearful of that and i see now that i lived in such a tight box of what, what was okay to feel. And it was very limited. And there was nothing close to not good as, as a possibility. And because of this understanding, since this understanding, I have such a wider range of, of what I feel and what I experience in life from the highs to the lows. Yeah from high level of symptoms to no symptoms. And, and because of that, life is so much richer and deeper and more meaningful because I know it's all transitory. So what if, you know, it doesn't matter. Wow. I'm glad you took that turn. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That was beautiful. And so when I'm in my own symptoms, you know, that too, it's like, oh yeah, here I am. With just, just, just over the weekend, I woke up and I was like, okay, I know what to do today. And my personal mind went, no, no, we're going to go here and there because there's only one option, opportunity to see this, to see this. And to, and, and we really like doing this other thing. And I was like, okay, well, I'll lay down for 10 minutes and rest before. I'm laughing because the whole time I was resting, it was like, don't go. Yeah. So you weren't resting, basically. <laughs> I wasn't resting. <laughs> yes. And and I got up and I went and I felt like okay enough to go. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll be okay. And I came back and I was I was in bed then for about eighteen hours after that. But what was so I I, I chuckled because in the past I would the self abuse that would have happened because I didn't listen to my inner guidance because I didn't listen to wisdom would have been immense. And this time it was like, Oh yeah, that's what happens when that's I don't. What happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so neutral in my experience with myself. So not only has my relationship, I, my relationship with my health has shifted because my relationship with myself has shifted. Yeah, I, I love that. It's a funny way that it happens to me to become aware of it. But we live back in a mountain area, very, very secluded. So it's two ways to get to the highway. One is through the mountains and then you jump on the exit. Or one is through the city roads and then you get to the highway. 
So every time I get to the one point where you have to make the decision to go city road or through the mountains, I'll have an inclination well before. Take take the mountain road, take the city road, vice versa, you know. But sure enough, here comes, oh, you got out five minutes later, so definitely go to city road, even though the inclination has been take the mountain road. <laughs> and every time I get to the traffic on the city road, I go, ah, and I just bust out <laughs> laughing. I literally just bust out laughing because I'm like, this is what happens when you don't listen to it. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's we're here now. We're in the traffic. So obviously beating myself up over the decision doesn't make sense to me. But it becomes so funny, you know, for me to visibly see how harder I make this thing when I just don't listen to my wisdom. I really just, and so for me, it's, it's, but again, even the experience of traffic and those things brings on its own thing. It points to my, my dealing with patients. It points to all of these other things, which I then have time to sort through. So in itself, it's, it, that experience proved beneficial to my life as in whatever driving through whatever I would have saw on the mountain roads, you know, um, it's all here for us. Mm-hmm. every bit of it yes every every bit of it every point of it i absolutely love that well here's the time in which you know the show mm-hmm, <laughs> where they are listening and we really want to know what is it that you have to say mind is the source of healing and sometimes we remember it and sometimes we don't Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.